I'm Donica Contour, and this is Naptime Devotionals, episode 29. That which is of God is light, studying Doctrine and Covenants, sections 49 and 50. Welcome to Naptime Devotionals, a come follow me study for busy moms. I'm Donica Contour, your host. I'm a mom of four kids, wife of a high school theater teacher, and my favorite show to binge watch is Murder, She Wrote. Hey... How is your week going? It's Monday. Well, technically it's Monday when you listen to this, probably. Um, But it's actually Sunday night for me (laughs) while I'm recording this. So, but it will be Monday in like two hours. Um, Let's talk about the nature of God in sections 49 and 50 of the Doctrine and Covenants. Um, I'm actually going to read section 49 verse 5 it says thus saith the lord for i am god and i have sent mine only begotten son into the world for the redemption of the world and have decreed he that receiveth him shall be saved and he that receiveth him shall not be damned therefore implying that he who does not receive him shall be damned right? So let's talk about this for a second. Talking about the nature of God. We know that God is loving. We know that he loves every single one of us, that we don't have to earn that love, that we don't have to do anything just by the sheer fact that we are his, we are his children. He loves us so much. So why would he damn us, right? Let's talk about this for a second, because I think that a lot of people misunderstand this. And I was talking with my husband about it tonight, and it was like, duh. So if God loves us all unconditionally so much, why wouldn't he just save all of us? Well, the answer to that is he did. He did save all of us. He sent his son. He watched his son suffer and die for every single one of us. And he made it possible for all of us to be saved All we have to do is choose to follow Christ, choose to follow Heavenly Father, right? Um, So when we don't, when we don't follow Christ, what we're essentially saying is, hey, I know Christ already suffered for me. I know he already died for me, uh, but no thanks. He did that for absolutely no reason at all. And I can tell you as a mom that if I put my kid my child, my beloved, through awful, horrible, unspeakable things to save somebody else, and then that person was like, "Mm, no thanks, I'd be pretty mad. I'd be really mad. I'd be, I'd be undivinely mad. (laughs) What I would be saying would not be um, appropriate to say around, you know, preschool toys. But it, it makes complete sense. It makes complete sense why anybody who actively chooses knowing and understanding everything that Christ did and went through and chose to do to save us, someone who actually chooses that they don't want that gift. And they're like, no, I know. I know you did this already. And I know you've already given it to me. I just, I'm not going to use it. I don't want it. Thanks. No, thanks. Um, it makes sense. It makes complete sense why they would be damned because 
I think about, because this is how I relate. This is how I understand the gospel. I swear, becoming a mom has helped me understand Heavenly Father and helped me understand um, Christ and the gospel so much more than I did before I had kids. And the thing that I understand is the love that Heavenly Father has for us as a parent. Um, obviously, I don't understand it to the full capacity because I am still a finite human being. Um, and he is an infinite, eternal, divine being. And so his love is so much bigger and grander than I understand. But I, in my small realm, I, I understand it. And I understand how I could, I make sacrifices for my kids. And again, like I said, I'm very human. <laughs> so let's keep that in mind. But I make sacrifices for my kids where I will do something for them. I go out of my way and do something painful and hard and uncomfortable. And even maybe something that's just um, not necessarily painful or super hard, but maybe just something super inconvenient. But I do it as a favor to them. And then they kind of like, no thanks. It, it's kind of a slap in the face. You're kind of like, well, fine. <laughs> And I'm not saying that, you know, God's saying, well, fine to us, but you know, in essence, you shall be damned kind of says that, right? Like I'm, I'm going to do everything in my power to save you. All I'm asking, all I'm asking is that you follow my son that I sent to you to show you how to do it and who died for you and suffered for you and understands 100% every heartache, everything that you've ever gone through. I'm asking you to follow him. And if you're telling me no, it's kind of a slap in the face. It kind of says I suffered and I watched him suffer for absolutely no reason at all. Um, anyway, that's how I understand it. And that was, that kind of helped like for me kind of like, oh, well, this makes complete sense why it's like you follow Christ because he, that's literally all you have to do. <laughs> like, I mean, obviously there's ordinances and covenants that you have to make. Um, but if you are following Christ, you are going to make those or you're going to, you know, make those covenants and follow those and do those ordinances and everything. So let's talk about how God is intentional. One of the things that Come Follow Me recommends that you read um, while you are studying for this chapter is um, or chapters sections um, is the family proclamation. So I'm going to read. It says, all human beings, male and female, are created in the image of God. Each is a beloved spirit, or um, son or daughter of heavenly parents, and as such, each has a divine nature and destiny. Now, how incredible is that, that each of us has, we all have divine nature already, and we all have a divine destiny. Um, my husband and I were talking about it the other day, and I think sometimes it can feel kind of heavy the divine destiny, like there's a lot of pressure to, um, to do well and to fulfill this concept of what we could be. And I think sometimes if, um, for me, if I get too in my head about it, it can, it can feel big and it can feel heavy. Um, and sometimes I just have to remember that I, I don't have to figure out what my divine destiny is by myself. Heavenly Father already knows what it is. And as long as I'm following what he's telling me to do and I'm choosing the right, 
I'll find it. I'll find it just fine. And maybe my divine destiny isn't even in this mortal existence. Maybe my divine destiny is something I accomplish after I die. I don't know. I don't know. Um, then the next thing I want to, um, and then, oh, and still with God is intentional. You look at second Timothy verse, uh, chapter three, verses 16 and 17. Um, and he, he just makes sure that we have guidance always. Um, we have the scriptures, we have a prophet, we have the Holy ghost. There is no shortage of guidance for us, but we have to be willing to reach for it. We have to be willing to ask, um, I'm reading a book by Al Caraway right now um, called Wildly Optimistic. Highly, highly recommend. I think I may have talked about it last week too. Um, I've mentioned it a couple of times on Instagram, um, the Naptime Devotionals Instagram. And um, it. she talks about kind of finding a hack for her scripture or for her praying. Praying. Wow, I'm really tired for praying for her prayer. And she talked about how she got to a point where she didn't even know what to pray for. She just knew that she didn't know what to do and wasn't, she didn't know which way to go. And so she prayed for Heavenly Father to help her with her prayer. And she goes, and I don't know why I was so surprised, but he did. <laughs> he absolutely did. And I prayed for things I never would have thought to pray for on my own because I asked for help with my prayer. Um, that's not verbatim, by the way. That's me paraphrasing what I read. But um, it's it's an incredible book. You should totally read it. But it's such an incredible concept. I've never thought of asking for help with a prayer in a prayer. You know what I mean? Um, I've asked for help for lots of other things, but I've never thought to ask for help praying while praying. Does that make sense? Um, so that was a little mind blowing for me. And then the last thing with guidance also in Doctrine and Covenants, section 50 verses two and three, and then 16 through 19, we're going to find some more evidence there that, um, God is always giving us, um, guidance to, so we can, because the whole point is that we get home to him, right? He's, it's not a trick test. It's not a trick question. It's not, um, there's no gimmick, right? It's pretty straightforward. We get sent down here to see, will we choose heavenly father when we don't remember choosing him before? Right. And that's, that's the test. And he gives us all the answers. Hey, by the way, I'm in the scriptures. There's lots of scriptures, the old Testament, new Testament, book of Mormon, doctrine and covenants, um, I'm giving you a modern day prophet. I'm giving you the Holy Ghost who will talk to you, even if you're not a member of the church, to help guide you to the church. And then once you become a member of the church and you get baptized, you get confirmed, then you can have the Holy Ghost with you all the time. And then you can constantly have that guidance from him. Um, there's no there's no gimmick or there's no secrecy. It's just, it, This is how you do it. Um, I think sometimes we get a little confused when it comes to the temple with secrecy and sacred Ness, um, but that's a topic for another day. Okay. Um, the next thing I want to talk about is the plan of salvation. Um, sex matters. Okay. Let's talk about this for a second. <clears throat> In the family proclamation says gender is an essential characteristic of individual pre-mortal, mortal, and eternal, um, identity and purpose. The divine plan of happiness enables families um, 
Okay, the divine plan of happiness enables family relationships to be perpetuated beyond the grave. Sacred ordinances and covenants available in holy temples make it possible for individuals to return to the presence of God and for families to be united eternally. I can't even tell you how much peace I have knowing that our family is eternal, that Jake and I got married in the temple, that we've done everything we can to keep the covenants that we made in there to fix them when we break them to, um, you know, to repent as much as we can so that we can be worthy of those blessings and keep our family united. Um, with, I've been very lucky. I've been incredibly lucky to have four healthy pregnancies. Um, but with every single one, I was petrified the entire time until I was holding that baby in my arms, I was petrified. I was going to lose them, that something would happen. Um, because I I've had it happen to friends and family members and it's scary. And, um, the, there was always a little piece of me that knew if it did happen, it would be okay because that baby would still be sealed to us. Um, so let's talk about Let's talk about families for a second. Um, I don't know if you've read the family proclamation recently. It's kind of one of my favorite reads. I'm woo bonk the mic. Um, I'm not going to lie because there's sometimes where I'm like, how do we even, how do we do this? You know, we get stuck. I think in, at least I do get stuck in the world of social media a little bit from Facebook and Instagram. And, um, we see what we think on the outside are these picture perfect marriages where everybody gets along and everybody's so loving and everybody's so happy and they're going to Hawaii. And, um, I think sometimes we can fool ourselves into believing that other people just have these super easy going marriages where they always get along and they never argue about anything. They never disagree and they're never coarse with each other. And, um, if we allow ourselves to believe that, then then when we have bumps in the road in our own marriages, then in our own relationships, then we suddenly are like, oh, well, maybe this isn't meant to me. Maybe, maybe I messed up. Maybe we weren't supposed to get together. Maybe, you know, like you start second guessing everything, even though, at least for us, I felt very strongly that, yeah, I am supposed to marry Jake and we are supposed to get married in temple and have a family together and live for forever and ever. Um, Obviously, we won't live forever and ever, but we'll be, we're sealed together and we'll get to live together forever and ever. Um, but I think sometimes if we get stuck into that, I get stuck into that. And reading the family proclamation this week was exactly what I needed because it says successful marriages and families are established and maintained on principles of faith, prayer, repentance, forgiveness, respect, love, compassion, work and wholesome recreational activities. Um, and I think the ones that stood out to me the most were forgiveness and work and repentance. Um, because I think that implies that, yeah, you know what? Sometimes you guys are going to say stuff to each other and it's going to hurt the other person's feelings. Um, I remember, um, oh, I wish I could remember who it was that gave it to us. It was like over 10 years ago in my defense. So, um, <laughs> we got for our wedding, we got a gift obviously. Um, and it was things I wish I would have known as a newlywed, um, by John, by the way, and his wife. And I believe it was on audiobook. I think we got like the CD. Um, cause I remember listening to it 
Anyway, and uh, one of the things they talked about in there was they promised each other that they would never say anything to intentionally hurt the other person. And I loved that so much. And so Jake and I made that promise to each other. We would never intentionally say something to hurt the other person. Now, does that mean that we've never said anything that hurt the other person's feelings? Uh, no. Why? Because we're human beings and sometimes we say things and it hurts each other's feelings. Sometimes we say things, this tends to happen with me, where he'll say something and it's not maliciously intended at all, but I haven't eaten and so I'm feeling overly sensitive <laughs> and I get um, hurt by it or I misinterpret it or I misunderstand it um, or I'll say something and it, you know, is received the wrong way and, you know, whatever. And it's important knowing that we have promised each other, that we would never intentionally say something to hurt the other person, um, I think has helped for us a lot of things. And it means that there's that compassion there, that there's always that love there, and that we're willing to forgive each other when our humanness kind of shows up. Um, we're willing to work. We're willing to repent. We're willing to have faith in each other, have faith in God, have faith in um what the prophet is telling us to do, even if sometimes we, we, we have faith that family home evening is important and that it's important to do it. Even when three of our four kids are screaming and crying and running around and they're not listening and we're wondering how on earth are they going to feel anything? Cause all I feel is frustrated and tired and a little bit hot. <laughs> like, um, but we, but we do it because we have faith, right? That we, we know that in the end, that's going to be important. Um, and then I wanted to end with, let's talk about application. Okay. Let's talk about application. How do we apply this, right? Knowing that God loves us so much, um, knowing that all he really wants us to do is come home to him. And he's given us every single opportunity possible. Um, knowing that he, he's intentional about everything that he does. How do we apply everything that we know into our lives? Um, and I think that a lot of it comes down to our choices. It all comes down to agency. I was joking with uh, my sister-in-law the other day. It'd be so much easier if I was a robot because then I could just do things and I wouldn't have to sleep and I wouldn't get upset with the kids. I could just do it and, you know, and, or if I could control other people and just make them do what I want them to do. But then uh, I even joked, I was like, man, Satan was onto something. <laughs> I was frustrated with one of the kids that they were doing or weren't doing, or I don't remember what it was, but um, but the reality is, is agency is such a beautiful thing. It allows us the opportunity to make choices and to learn from those choices. Um, one of my husband's favorite shows is Mythbusters. And I love the show because they say failure is always an option. Failure is absolutely 100% an option. Why? Because that's how we learn. That's how we gather data. That's how we figure things out. And we're like, oh, I don't know how this is going to work. Let's try it and find out what happens. And obviously there's some things you don't want to try and find out what happens. Like don't do drugs, kids, you know, but for the most part, you know, if we're not sure about what to do and you pray about something and you've got two good options, just pick one and go for it. And heavenly father will stop you if you're not doing what he needs you to be doing. Um, and so I think 
the answer to this of how do we apply this is we have faith by showing action, by showing up, and by trying to follow Christ to the best of our very fragile, feeble, mortal human abilities. Um, We're going to mess up. We just are. And so I don't know that it's worth failing ahead of time, right? I don't know that it's worth sticking into getting stuck, right? And being so scared of messing up that we just don't do anything because I feel like that's actually worse. Um, And so I think it's really important that we move forward and try to do our best to follow Heavenly Father, to follow Christ. And with the knowledge that we know we're going to mess up, they both know we are going to mess up. And that's why we have the atonement in the first place. And it's not, he never says anywhere that I know of, if you mess up, you're damned. It's if you don't choose him, if you don't try, if you don't follow Christ, then you're damned. So choose him, choose him, follow him, read the scriptures, study, say your prayers, all the primary answers. Um, Got a little heated there. Uh, I'll talk to you next week.